On the cover, we see the front entrance of Patricia Arden High School. On the ground, by the doors, we see a series of pumpkins, each with a unique face carved into them. The five right in the center are clearly the carved faces of our young heroes, screaming in terror. Are you seeking thrilling tales of adventure and superheroics? Do you crave the weekly drama of teenage hijinks and high school angst? Then don't miss the next issue of These Protean City Comics. This issue featuring... I'm Benicio Bernal. I'm not here to wax poetic. I'm just wax. My name is Silas, and I put the purr in perspicacious. Now, with our heroes assembled, let's turn the page on this issue of Protean City Comics. Along the top of the cover, in spooky, spidery letters, reads The Longest Halloween. This is The Incidentals, issue number five Monsters. The first page of the comic is Benicio standing in kind of an orange void. You see this dark orange around you. Like everywhere you look as you turn, you can see nothing but just or- dark orange. And you, your feet are kind of stuck. You try to move a little bit and you can't. And there's like, as you turn to look around, or you're kind of just twisting, and you see this enormous, uh, these enormous eyes and mouth kind of crack open in front of you. And it's the only sort of uh, uh, difference in this orange void all around you. And you can see kind of like a jack-o'-lantern face. And then your head starts to feel hot. And you start to feel like your head is on fire. And you realize that like y- you feel like you're in the center of a jack-o'-lantern. And you're the candle. And tell me, does does, Bene- does Benicio dream does, does, or remember his dreams? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that maybe there's a moment when, like, as you realize, oh, God, I'm the candle in a jack-o'-lantern, that, like, for a split second, you realize it's a dream. But it just has, like, this weird feel to it. And then you wake up and you kind of, like, your feet fall off the desk and you sit bolt upright in this uh, co-working space next to where where your friend Silas is working on Titan, um, and you jolt awake. Um, and so then our next panel is here in this co-working space where um, you've been hanging out recently because it feels a little bit like it's it's not school, but it's not home, but it's not on the street. Um, and it's a place where, where Silas, you feel comfortable opening up Titan and doing some work. There are, there's, 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 I think there's fewer people here than normal. Um, maybe even like a lot of, a lot of folks who would normally, the, the familiar faces you would see are not there anymore. Like every once in a while you, you see someone, but people have started now after 36 days of Halloween, people are starting to move. They're, they're they're not stopping to chat anymore. No, there's no like water cooler conversations, and so so here here you are um, trying to work on Titan because something strange is happening with like the time, the day looping and stuff like that, and, and nothing is just working right. Quick question: Is this was this dream realer than dreams I've had in the past, uh, uh, or was it just? Uh similar to bad dreams i've had in the it's past. similar to bad dreams but i think that 
like the city around you, all of your, your you, you're more regularly having bad dreams, and they are more regularly about Halloween things. Benicio will, you know, jolt upright uh, and uh, look to see if Silas is uh, in Silas mode, meaning very uh, into the work. Uh, so much so that Benicio can interrupt and actually be heard. Um, S- Silas is definitely like in Silas mode. Um, he's not totally given up on the costume thing yet. He's been taking this as an advantage to wear cat ears just everywhere. So of course we got a <laughs> cat boy aesthetic all the time now. Um, so there's definitely like the little cat ears. And I think he made his own little mechanical ones that like animate a little bit. Nice. So like they're kind of moving around as he's moving. But I think when like you jolt, you see him pause. So, you know, he's not like so zoned in that like, he's not aware of what's going on around him. What is, what is Benicio wearing? Like what, Oh, like Benicio, 36 days into Halloween over and over again. Benicio has not once put on a costume. Uh, Benicio is a costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a wax man, I think that Benicio's basic thing throughout all of these days has been supply gathering. Because I believe that Benicio can blend in with uh, the halloween uh crowd. Uh, just being like, oh, I'm a wax man from, you know, nightmares. <laughs> and just like if anyone were to confront him, he would just like act either like a zombie or such. And they'll be like, oh, that guy's weird. We, <laughs> he must be one of us. So he's, he's wearing his regular clothes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, he'll, tap silas on on the shoulder um i think silas sets down like i imagine he had like a laptop or something in his hand that's like manually hooked up with a bunch of wires to uh titan that's in who's actually out in full armor form on the table right now um and silas just kind of like turns so he's leaning against the table to look at benicia and it's just what's up uh do you have a moment yeah i am not made any progress i think i'm just making things worse and i'm sure you're not you rarely ever do uh the opposite of what you set out to do most of the time you end up doing more than you set out to do and that's usually the problem you know you might have a point here but this is about you you yes i have a moment what's up uh, so you know how it's not couth to tell other people your dreams because it's, it's boring? Uh, yeah, that's not usually, it's kind of a thing where people don't like it. Oh. Well, well you can talk to me about yours, that's fine. I mean, that's a, that's a net benefit, I think, then. Uh, because I just had... A very strange Halloweeny dream. I mean, it stands to reason, given everything that's going on, but this one particularly stood out. <laughs> I was melting, and I was in a jack-o'-lantern, 
it it's not good. I know I've had it pretty easy here with like the weather being at like mid sixties to high fifties, and now it's just the thought of it getting hotter is worse. <laughs> I think that there's there's a moment as you're hearing that and the the laptop that you'd put down on the table the one that's connected to to titan it's it's like it's running through a diagnostic something or other um of of just scrolling computer chat and after a second it catches your attention because it starts to like it switches away from the uh just scrolling text to like there's like a like a video window that pops up and it's just like static like you're picking like some something is happening and titan is like receiving some kind of a signal and it's like not coming through fully okay well this is like some horror movie bullshit now all right i think think you've got some halloween interference i think you have some too (laughs) well uh can you like increase the spoopy levels on your device um i can try and as silas turns to his laptop you know i can also try to make like a personal cooling device or something um once we get out of this whole halloween thing uh that might help you when it's starting to get warm again oh yeah like you know when actors have to wear those like full body suits and like they can run water through like them yeah, but like something more sleek. You're you're too cool for the kind of bulky stuff they have to use for. Yeah, thanks. Uh, just don't make it like a super suit. That's like yeah. my own. Like, <laughs> just, uh, like I don't want it to have any aesthetics whatsoever. No aesthetic. Okay. Okay. Um. And yeah, Silas is trying to mess around with the computer and see if like he can adjust Titan's tuning to clear out this video yeah sure so it sounds like you're trying to unleash your powers would you give me that yeah that does sound like a thing that i'm doing six (laughs) okay um i'd love to help but i don't see how i could help (laughs) yeah i'm not smart here's what's gonna happen as you're fiddling with this trying to sort out the sort of what this is, what has happened, what is even going on with Titan. Um, you, you do like adjust it a little bit and the screen, the vision, the visual resolves and you can see inside it a, it's a, you're seeing like a, like a, a CCTV camera uh, view of the inside of a large room. Um, it's like, maybe like gymnasium sized, but it's it's definitely like it's hard to tell because it's definitely uh, all of the interior of this room is covered like in in leafy vines all up and down the the walls and across the ceiling. It just looks looks like the inside of this. It looks like you're inside of a giant plant, basically. Um, and you can see that on the the overlay of the like the camera is kind of just like panning back and forth slowly and the overlay over the video um very clearly has the little like flex logo up in the top um and as it pans back and forth you can see 
little dots here and there of other like red lights where you can see that whatever whatever this room is clearly has more than one camera on it and um and the the in the center of this big room that you can see through this 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 like sort of grainy camera is like a a cluster of these what you think are enormous pumpkins um and they're all kind of like glowing and pulsing this like dull orange light and in the center sitting in the center of these pumpkins is this enormous equally enormous skeleton that's kind of like reaching out and just patting one and touching the other and just touching them all in turn and as it touches them they light up more um and pulse and there's like other forms moving around in the background and the you see that there's like an instruction coming through to feel uh, to um to tighten that that's just like it's it's code from outside in like the kind of code that we control these cameras panning back and forth that's uh it's requesting a closer look and titan kind of does the like transformer thing of turning back into a cat and gets up and starts to like walk out of this uh this room that you're in uh where's your cat going to a flex building i think oh so that's well first off that's not good no. Also, they've reused my code for security cameras. I am offended. <laughs> Why? Because the code's not good? No, my code is better than that. So you're telling me that they should use a worse code because yours is better. Instead of using the best option they have available, which is work that you did for them. Don't try to make me feel better about this. I'm trying to be angry about th- this. Is what we agree on. We hate flex. We just get angry. Yes, at yes, them. yes, yes, yes. I uh, and Silas has definitely been like following Titan this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, are, Silas, are uh, you sure you want to go out uh, right now? It's not safe for you out there. Ooh. I have you with me. I'll be fine. I don't. I don't I don't have any you're stronger than me I mean not with uh your cat out there but I can't I don't feel like I can protect you look I have a lot of surprising things in all of these pockets it'll be fine Silas definitely does not have enough stranger danger for this eternal Halloween thing (laughs) okay okay but if something goes wrong, uh, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I have two. You know, I actually uploaded a copy of my consciousness to a hard drive that's like not connected to anything back home. So theoretically, I could just be like put onto a robot or something. What? I mean, fail safes. They're important to have. N- no. It's not connected to the internet. Are you sure you're not a Halloween creature? I think that, that's a good that, place to cut. <laughs> yeah. Um and so we're going to the so we're going to turn the page and the next panel is this big exterior um of a of a of like a big warehouse. Uh and the little like there's a little chalkboard, sort of a non-diegetic chalkboard that pops up at the bottom of the sc- of the panel and just someone has written on it in chalk like old flex storage facility. Um, and we see both of you following Titan 
who's walking like much more rigidly and l- less cat-like um, towards this this building, uh, looking for a doorway in. Silas, what do you think is scarier? The idea that the Halloween creatures have taken over a Flex facility or Flex capturing a Halloween creature and testing out Halloween energy? Hypothesis, Halloween creatures working with Flex. That's the worst option. Oh, God. (laughs) Like... Come on, a normally made cosmetics already did bad stuff. Can you imagine cosmetics made with Halloween energy? They'd be like, look at this face paint we made. Don't you want to use this face paint? And then suddenly there's people stuck in like mime get up everywhere. Yeah, people getting stuck into forms after putting on makeup. That would be really bad. I am using your case as an example, as a corollary. I'm saying it's bad. I'm trying to help you here. Yeah, I get it. I have my own problems with self-hatred. It's nothing to do with you. <laughs> and Okay, uh, but there are giant pumpkins in there. Yes, uh, we should probably try to find a way in. Yeah, so how are you looking for a way in? Do you... Hey, Silas, do you have some sort of gadget besides Titan, like a drone? I mean, yeah, I probably have a drone, but I feel like I've hacked or done something with Flex at some point. Like, I gotta have a map of this building somewhere, right? (laughs) Listen, I don't mean to tempt fate, but I think we should split up. (laughs) You just get the saddest (laughs) face from Silas. Well, I think that uh, if you have, we 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 have a ability to stay. Oh wait, you don't have Titan. Uh, you said that you'd be safe. Uh, we have the wristband still. You could become invisible. Uh, no, yes, we could become invisible. So I think that if we both go two different ways we can cover more ground and find a way in okay i just don't want like a 14 foot tall skeleton to end up with my cat suit um it can actually adapt to anybody's size so that would be really bad you are a mad scientist (laughs) yeah that's probably why they wanted to keep me there that's why they don't call titan silas's monster all right, a- well, I'll, I guess I'll go this way and see what I can find. There's got to be an entrance somewhere. So what are you each looking for? Are you looking for like a regular door? Are you looking for a high window? Are you looking for... What kind of an entrance are you looking for as you go your different ways? Uh, also, um, what are you doing about Titan, who is still just like... I think there is a regular door that Titan is, is just walks up to and uh, opens. Or it opens. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was um, going to like go up to a, a I th- door I think what and happens, just start so, clawing at it like a I cat wanting ha- food. <laughs> I think, yeah. I th- so I think what happens is the Titan walks up to this door and starts clawing at it a little bit. And the little, like, little red light on the door lock uh, flicks, flicks to green and the door opens inward. And Titan pushes uh, its way in and then the door closes and locks behind it let's follow benicio first yeah so benicio is going to look for uh any broken windows you know it's been 36 37 days of halloween oh absolutely and this place looks pretty looks like it was pretty run down prior to the halloween uh 
cycle. So like this is not an active. This was not a a, a nice flex facility at any point recently. Uh, he's um, also looking for any uh, ambient Halloween uh, tomfoolery. Yeah, I mean, other than that, the the sort of weeds that are growing up through the 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 concrete around the uh, around the building uh, seem to be a little bit like fuller than you would expect. Um, it, you haven't really noticed anything, but there. But as you turn the corner to this building, there is one wall that has a bunch of like really like almost floor to ceiling, not quite floor to ceiling windows um, that sort of lets into a, a hallway uh, with a series of rooms, uh, and all of these windows are definitely like broken or easily breakable um, if you wanted to sneak in. I think that one thing that Benicio has definitely learned by this point is. Um... Things like broken glass cannot harm him. Mm-hmm. So I think that if he sees a uh, way in that isn't human sized, but still has broken glass into it, he's just going to uh, try to fit his way in and his <laughs> his own clothes be damned because he is made of wax. So he himself will not be harmed by this. Yeah, I think you're you're easily able to find a a window where the bottom chunk of it has been mostly broken out, and as you roll through it, maybe a couple like bits of glass tear at your clothes here and there. But like you said, you're made of wax. This doesn't hurt. It'll take more than that to yeah, just physically like, damage you. <laughs> I just like pull one out of my arm. Yeah, just, like nobody's yeah. business, and just like kind of flick it towards the wall. Um, and as you walk around this this uh the side of the warehouse you you start to notice that um once you get away from this little bit of of hallway with the windows the walls start to, you start to see more of these vines uh cl- all around the the floor and climbing up the walls and like i think the thing that you couldn't even tell from the video is that they are moving a little bit and they're creeping down and and growing further uh like past you towards the window as they try to cover more and more of this building yeah so i think what i'm actually going to do is i'm going to take a piece of glass uh, and try to uh, take a cutting of oh. this to bring back to uh, my good friend Silas. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think that you you're able to do that. I mean, it's not it's not gonna resist um, as you sort of cut it with the glass. Uh, this like kind of like goopy purple liquid uh, or like purple goo kind of oozes out of it. Um, but the the small little like cutting with maybe like one leaf. Uh, it like kind of like moves a little bit as you pull it away. Um, but after a second, it stops moving, and you can kind of like put it into a pocket or something. Uh, do I still? Do we still have communication between us? Do we still have phones or? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that if you go, so if you, yes, let's say yes. You have no. There's no reason for you to believe that you don't. Yeah, there's no Halloween interference. There's no Halloween interference. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just I take a pick of the the cutting and I send it to Silas, and I'm I just go test sample. 
So why don't we follow that text over to to Silas? And so we see like the the other panel of, of you receiving it. Um, it is like kind of scrambled and like um, there's a lot of interference from something. I think that as you like move, almost as you move your phone around, you kind of get the sense that the interference is like from some kind of energy or signal here because like the distortion changes as you move your phone around through the different like fields of energy. Um, so you think that probably as you move away from this building, it'll clear up the picture isn't the problem. It's your phone. Um, so what are, what are you looking for heading the other direction? What kind of an entrance way are you looking for? Um, I'm looking either for like a door that's already been jimmied open or like the loading docks. Um, mm, there's definitely a loading docks. Yeah, see, that seems like a fun way to go in. <laughs> yeah, I think that even the the um, the the there aren't even any doors on it anymore. Like the garage doors have been removed long ago. Somebody dropped a big spool, um, like a, an enormous spool that's like the size of a car that someone would have, uh, uh, ro- like just right in front of the loading dock, so another truck couldn't like come up and like quickly pull things out. But the that spool is slowly being uh twined by more vines and leaves um but there's enough room there for you to climb up and and sneak in um and i think that i pulled my handy dandy night vision goggles out of one of my pockets (laughs) oh yeah definitely yeah it's definitely dark in here um whatever lights there were in this building were covered by the the vines long ago and so there's kind of like a dingy light green like dark green tint to all the lights um, night vision goggles would definitely be helpful. Um, as you make your way into this building, you quick like the one of the first things that you come to is outside of this first little like loading area is there is um, there's a couple there's a couple small rooms there's maybe a bathroom you kind of peek your head in and see and then there's a big kind of like uh, glass curved glass wall that looks into a control room of some sorts where there's a bunch of TVs that are up on the wall and you can see now like each of the TVs is displaying one of the like different cameras in the large room. Um, and there's a couple computers in there and you can see this, like this, that the big room you saw before with all of its enormous, um, enormous, uh, pumpkins and now you can definitely tell for sure on a larger screen that there are like there's pieces of reference like there's a there's a forklift somewhere uh, in frame it, you now have a real scale and you can tell that these are in fact enormous like 14 20 foot tall pumpkins what are you doing Um, I'm going to like get close to the glass I'm not gonna like try to get into this room or anything though and study all of the TVs from where I'm standing all right it sounds like you're trying to assess the situation situation so all right so that's an eight then so you get to ask one question what here is in the greatest danger hmm how how do you feel about me saying that it's Benicio? Like, oh, I love it. Like, could it be that you like you are like right as 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 Silas is studying this room, we see you enter this big room kind of cautiously. Yeah. Heck okay. Yes. So I, yeah. So the so the thing that is definitely in the most danger is as you are watching, uh, looking around these different cameras, you can see that a, a, a like a, a double doors slowly open, and you see your friend Benicio. Uh, peek his head in and look around and slowly enter but what he can't see behind him as he's sort of like fixated by these kind of glowing 
pumpkins is that the vines are creeping closer to him off of the wall faster uh, than they were creeping around the rooms, almost like they're reaching out to grab him. And you get a plus one to act towards that answer. Beautiful. And I'm assuming if I pull my phone out now, the interference is really oh, bad yeah. since I'm like yeah. inside. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's much else to do but to start booking it down uh, that way. Okay, yeah. I feel like Silas would probably start shouting some warning. <laughs> Um, warning warning mm. warning warning little robinson Red alert. cutting like we we see we see a, a panel of silas sprinting down the hallway towards where um i mean this is not a huge building there's only one way it could possibly be towards this enormous warehouse space um and yeah we see you uh yelling danger and that kind of big word bubble spills over into the next panel and we see um benicio uh, you can kind of hear like a muffled yelling, but you're, it's hard to resolve what the word is because all of the room, like all the walls are coated in vines and leaves. Um, and in front of you is this in this circle of enormous pumpkins. They're all taller than you. Um, and sitting in the middle of them is this enormous skeleton that's sort of just like reaching out and gently touching each of them. It's facing away from you, so it hasn't seen you yet. I, I literally... Benicio has had a lot enough of this Halloween <laughs> mumbo jumbo uh, and just goes like to the skeleton. The the kind of like glowing uh, pulsing light of the pumpkins is exactly the same orange of the, the void in your dream. Mm, love it. Uh, <laughs> Benicio's going to shout to the skeleton. Hey! While while the skeleton is like reaching out slowly, touching each of the pumpkins in some kind of weird rhythm that you don't understand, its head just spins around um, completely to backwards to face you, and it kind of like tilts its head and looks down and says, "What are you doing here? There isn't supposed to be a delivery for another few days. You're going to interrupt the ceremony. What are you doing here? You're you interrupted my friend time." What does it look like I'm doing? I'm growing pumpkins. To what end? To raise more gordlings for the Gordian knot, of course. And, and you needed to do this here? I didn't need to do it here, but it, it here was provided for us. Are you not? Do you not? Are you not with Flex? No, I'm uh, uh, another member of uh, the myriad nightlings that haunt this city. Um, and the, the skeleton starts to like move and it's like this very strange, surreal thing because it's standing up, but it's still trying to touch each of the, each of the, um, the pumpkins. And also it's trying to keep its head, which is facing backwards, sort of tilted down at the same level it was. So it's like standing up and bending over backwards and then it turns and its head rotates around that's facing you. And it's still bent over touching each of the pumpkins. And it says, uh, I don't think that you should be here. I think it's time for you to leave. You're going to interrupt the ceremony. Is it just like right in my face? <laughs> Yeah, it's like leaning over more. It's I mean, it's like maybe a little above you still, the tall skeleton. Uh, I kind of just want to punch him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So are you just like you're just like stepping forward, planting, and just like up, giving him a big uppercut? Yeah, uh, head's I think a little that, bit above you. So I think that in the time jump, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, Vinicio has learned a little bit more about uh, his body and how it works. So, mm-hmm. so I think that he could definitely do a little bit of stretching now, a little <laughs> bit of uh, elasticity. Okay. Gotcha. So, I, I definitely think that uh, it's not out of the realms of possibility for him to do a very uh, 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 waxy uppercut. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, give me it sounds like you're trying to think he's a threat. Yeah, it's something that I'm definitely good at. And we've definitely rolled uh, before. Uh, actually, I'm uh, not that bad at it. <laughs> I actually haven't looked at my stats for it <laughs> before. Uh, that is uh, a good old snake eyes plus two is a four. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so you you move to like um you you make you make that calculation. You make the judgment that he's a little bit uh a little bit higher than you think you could normally uppercut, and so you start to like think and form your your arm and to make it a little bit longer and your legs to make it a little bit longer but in doing that you kind of like telegraph this this attack more yeah. than you than you like because you still haven't quite figured out how to do that quickly and so in like it like he, the skeleton pulls his head back and you miss and as he's like reaching around to tap the different skeleton uh, the the different gourds the different pumpkins he swings one of his arms around and grabs you and lifts you up and drops you in like like in this like fluid motion uh lifts the top off of one of the the jack-o'-lanterns and drops you inside then puts the top back on top and then continues reaching around tapping each of the pumpkins i think that you should mark a condition i would don't care which one it was which one it is oh so. i i am going to say hopeless <laughs> if you if you didn't have afraid i was going to say it had to be afraid um but i think that this is your nightmare coming real yeah. Uh, and so I think we're going to now now cut away as the skeleton keeps tapping each of these pumpkins to Silas. You are running down the hallway. Um you can maybe even hear muffled talking. Like the voice of the skeleton is really bassy and loud. Um so it reverberates through the walls and you can hear that it's talking but you can't hear um your friend's voice in exchange but there can't be many other people in this building. Um and you kind of like do the like running and turn and slide as you find the 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 big double doors that were the ones that Benicio must have walked through only moments before. Um, what are you doing? What's your plan here? How? What do you do? Well, I'm always prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What um, gadget have you brought? I think, um, like as like I imagine. Silas just gets like this moment of seeing like we he sees like that just last panel of this little bit of exchange yeah. like through the doors um and almost immediately like rifles into one of his pockets uh and we got like the very stereotypical pulls out something that looks like a zippo lighter yeah what is it really though <laughs> um I mean, it's something that is a crossover between an EMP and, like, a fire grenade. Okay. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for somebody who, who... Look, originally he wasn't making weapons, and then yeah. Flex just ruined it. So <laughs> um, but... Yeah, he wants to um, both knock out the cameras and maybe start a fire on some of these vines okay. over here and disrupt yeah. whatever's going on here. So uh, give me an unleash your powers roll, which you'll get to do with uh, with Superior. 
And I get a plus one also for Benicio being in danger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I still only got a six. <laughs> oh, no. That's, oh, we can't no. be left alone. We can't be left alone. <laughs> we are a disaster alone. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Perfect. 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 This is what's gonna happen. So you toss this thing ahead of you towards the pumpkins, and it like fl- there's like a, a flash of flame and energy, and it just kind of like does a little bit different. It's like it doesn't quite pop the way that you expect because there's just like a lot of weird latent uh, mad like Halloween Halloween energy going on in this place. Um, and you do see that all of the like the like the blast of energy, like the EMP part of this works just fine. Uh, the the different lights uh, flick like spark and fl- flip out, um, and so you can tell that the cameras are down. But the 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 um, the, the blast of fire, um, which was supposed to be kind of like broad, just like burn away a bunch of the the um, the vines, but not really do a lot of da- like direct damage instead has become this focused blast uh right around the pumpkins and so the jack-o'-lantern namely the one that benicio is inside of um has like it started like it gets hit with this blast of fire at the top and its stem and presumably perhaps benicio inside are hit by this hot wave of fire and I think with that, we're going to cut back to Benicio and we're going to see the same sequence from your dream where you're in this white void or this orange void and uh, it's dark and there's like this sort of pulsing orange energy around you. And uh, there's a smile and eyes open up as you can see through it now. It's not dark, though. You can see the skeleton uh, like its ankles just on the outside. And then you feel on your head heat as the as 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 you um as there is a blast of fire above you. Um, I think that like, I don't know. How how do you react to that? Uh, I have, see, I chose this move and then obviously I didn't know this Halloween, uh, thing was going to go on, but I have be the monster. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, Benicio is, He's got his own insecurities and his own problems, but he doesn't like uh, being made afraid uh, Mm -hmm. by other people. He hates that most of all. He he already has to deal with his own thoughts. He cannot deal with other people. And so this skeleton just owning him and (laughs) this prophetic vision coming to pass, he is just done. And I think that... uh, uh, he is going to attempt to uh, just. He starts to melt. Mm. First off, I would I would like to state he is very melty. He's very molten wax boy, uh, mm. which is definitely a frightening sight. And uh, he is going uh, to uh, attempt to punch through uh, the wall of uh, the pumpkin, uh, specifically through the face, uh, and just kind of. Uh, melt and slop onto the floor, uh-huh. uh, and uh, like, like, go and like grab the skeleton's ankles and like just like start climbing him uh-huh. and okay. go like, and uh, I think Vinicio says, I was the most terrifying thing I knew before 
all of this Halloween stuff went down. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to leave and I will still be scarier than you are now. I'm going to try to roll some. Yeah. Frighten this thing. Do frighten a, a skeleton, man. Uh, this is a roll plus freak. Yes. Okay, that is much better. That is a four plus two is six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so on a hit, they are thrown off and make themselves vulnerable to you or they flee. On a seven to nine, you choose two from the list. Uh, so I'm definitely going to choose uh, you frighten others you had not intended to scare. Uh, <laughs> and I feel more like a monster afterwards. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and so that means that you will mark a condition of my choice. Um, I think that you... That sounded like you're you're angry. So I'm going to mark yes. angry. You are kind of this... Uh, like gloopy, va- like still kind of humanoid, but but waxy, globby thing that has burst through this pumpkin and trying to climb the skeleton's leg. And I think that it like had started to focus on Silas as this intruder into its its space, and suddenly looks down and uh sees you uh, and it, it starts to like it stop immediately stops it's like this for the first time this weird rhythm of touching these pumpkins and immediately starts to like get you off of its leg um and is trying to like just scrape you off trying to to swat you away um and i think that unless you are really i, I would you basically would you let yourself be if it's clearly like freaking out, would you let yourself be pushed off or are you going to try to cling to this thing? Oh, I am clinging on. Okay. I think that I'm going to ask you to unleash your powers to hang on to this. A test of strength against its strength. That is a eight plus one is a nine. Okay. So mark a condition or I'll tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have it be unstable or temporary. Okay. Um, so you are, like, continue. it's trying to, like, knock you off, and you're continuing to try to climb up, and I think that as, as, like, um, I think that I'm gonna say that it's, it's temporary, in the sense that you're able to continue to climb up, you get up to sort of its, like, uh, hip bones, and as it's as it's now more aggressively trying to to knock you off, uh, it falls over backwards and crushes one of the pumpkins that it was uh, it was trying to 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 tap on and grow earlier. And I think that's the moment where it knocks you off and it's able to get up. Um, and it moves pretty fast because it doesn't have a lot of weight other than the the bones. And it's moving, and it's now like I think Silas, you see that after after like knocking Benicio off, it's there's maybe like one or two of these other enormous pumpkins, and they have started to like rock back and forth on their own. And like you can see that like they kind of lift up off the ground in these like small kind of like weirdly um, d- weird dimensioned. Uh, skeleton bodies as though they have like tiny skeleton bodies as the jack-o'-lantern is the big head and they start to like lift up and move around a little bit and it kind of grabs both of them and uh, starts to dash 
maybe back towards there's on the other side of the of this room back towards the loading dock there is a big door which you couldn't have come through because there's this huge door but for the skeleton it can push through it and so it kind of like it it's it's got these two jack-o-lanterns with little like skeleton feet dangling underneath of it and it looks back at you and says you've ruined this place of power how could you um i'll have to find another one i will be reporting this to flex they won't be happy you will be punished for this we will find you again um and it turns and like sort of puts one pumpkin down to quickly to start to to pull this door open that's probably when titan walks in under this door and 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 like oh. dashes over to you silas i think titan is hooked up to silas's biometrics so when bio when silas started to freak out like it overrode flexes um like code the 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 skeleton starts to lift this door open so silas you're there watching are you gonna try to do anything to stop this big skeleton from leaving or are you just gonna let it go and help your friend what kind of what's also you just were scared so what's going on yeah i'm i'm gonna let the skeleton go okay um so it, it completes lifting the door up and ducks under, grabs the other skeleton, the door slams shut behind it, and it thump, thump, thumps off into the dist- in, out, out into the streets, and you can hear it, and like there's like a, a, the sound of a car horn and something swerving, and uh, some police sirens. Um, and after a moment, this, this large room is kind of quiet, Benicio, as you stand up from this crushed pumpkin. Uh, so I was thrown out. I'm still angry at this thing. And I think as it gets away, uh, in a, in a, uh, callback to uh, everyone's favorite moment, uh, in, uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin is burned up on the ground, I think that, uh, so as the skeleton's getting away, you see Benicio, like, on the ground, uh, still kind of melted, uh, like, like, screaming after it, like, get back here, I'm not done with you! Oh boy. And when we cut back to, how, so, yeah, so, Silas, how are you reacting to that? Yeah, I think that's followed up by, like, the little, like, soft, like, plink, plink, plink on the panel of, like, Silas, like, stepping, like, walking over, like, the telltale sound of him without, like, any of the stealth cloaking on. Um, And I think, like, he's leaning down to try to help Benicio up as much as he can, and as he does, he says, um, it's best to just let them go for now. They're working with flex we're we're outnumbered and we're outgunned i don't i already hurt you enough i can't let you destroy yourself like this it's not destroying myself it's getting back at them silas they ruined me once and them working with this skeleton creature ruined me again i feel myself slipping away every time flex enters the picture and i don't know what to do about it i think that you are definitely sharing a vulnerability or weakness a thousand percent so how does that move work for you so when you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone ask them if they think you're losing or gaining humanity 
If they say losing market condition and market potential, if they say gaining clear condition and shift mundane up and any other label down. All right. So meta, he's saying losing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think that tracks. Um, and yeah, so I think on the panel, it's just like Silas just kind of like crumples down and like sits on the floor next to Benicio. But if you keep, look, I hate them too, but if you keep chasing after them like this, they are going to consume you. To an extent, you're continuing to let them consume you, and I, I'm i all for fighting against them. You want to mount a direct attack, we can mount a direct attack. You want to slander their names on internet forums, hell, I can help make that happen. But I'm I'm worried that if I let you... Go after skeleton face right now. I'm, I'm gonna lose my friend. Also, oh, I get a mark condition and mark potential. Well, I have one condition left. It's guilty, which is good because I feel guilty. <laughs> and I think um, that maybe Silas, did you also just share just a share vulnerability or weakness? Because I think that yes. maybe you did. Uh, so I get to hold two, and I can spend the hold one for one to clear a condition or add one team to the pool when I'm with them. Okay. So I'll just make a note of that. Uh, I would love to respond to that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you know, you know, Silas, what I love most about you is your ability to just compartmentalize all of this hate and you know i wish i could be more like you and i thank you for it i'm using a different move yeah which is wish oh. i could be yeah when i come for or support someone if you tell them what you most envy about them you can roll plus freak instead of plus mundane yeah i think we're definitely there so give me that do that roll that is a 9 10 11 12 oh boy <laughs> nice so when i hit they hear you uh, and then, and so Silas, you can mark a potential clear condition or shift labels if you open up to Benicio. And on a 10 plus, uh, Benicio, you can add a team to the pool or clear a condition on yourself. Um, so I think how Silas is going to open up here is like on the panel, like we see Silas's face just turn bright red. But like normally this is when you're used to like Silas like turning away and like being like, all right, let's change the subject now. But, like, he doesn't look right at you because he still can't quite handle that. But he does say, you can't just say things like that to me, Benicio. I don't... I don't think you and I are, are going to mean it the same way. Oh. But, thank you. I'm sorry. You don't need to apologize. You just said I'm really good at compartmentalizing things. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> already <laughs> shove that box back where it belongs we don't uh, acknowledge it it's not there <laughs> so how are we resolving that conference support move just mechanically before we move on i feel like i should shift my own labels there okay how are you gonna uh, shift them? that felt like very mundane up moment mm -hmm. um and maybe freak down yeah like, hi, I have a I have a bit of a crush on you. Uh please don't just drop the L word around me. <laughs> yeah, that was a very mundane exchange. <laughs> All things considered. 
Uh, I am going to clear angry because I am no longer angry. <laughs> Makes sense. But I am everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we get a big panel of this room kind of in it's like there's one big scorch mark. There's a couple destroyed pumpkins. Um, the, the, the vines are already starting to pull back like visibly uh, and deteriorate as the whatever was driving the magic that uh, the, or the Halloween energy that is that was pushing them forward is, is sort of released, um, and and our two young heroes or or not heroes uh, sitting kind of in the center of this room, um, helping each other up. Um, where are you going to go? Where do you go after this? So I think with the state that Benicio is in, uh, he definitely needs to cool off. Uh, so I, is there like a, I mean, my favorite thing is uh, if Benicio like walked into uh, a uh, bodega or place like that and just like, like laid back, like maybe like a bodega that's been abandoned because of halloween shenanigans <laughs> and just like laid in like a still functioning uh soda like case i have like i have a very strong image of like uh one of the big chest freezers that has all like the ice cream and stuff in it yes and you just like open it and look and then just like cur- roll over and curl up in it yeah, I like take the ice cream out, offer one to Silas, and uh-huh. just like like lay in there like a bathtub. <laughs> I think as he lowers himself into the tub, uh, Venicio uh, turns to Silas and goes, "So Flex is working with Dracula, unless there's like some sort of." faction more amongst the halloweenies but do you ever hate always being right yes <laughs> and, yeah yeah it's just there was that very long pause and then yes yes <laughs> yes That's good we see we see the two of you kind of uh, as like as Vinicio pulls the 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 chest freezer door closed, and then we see like a, we pull we pull back, and the, the next panel is the exterior of this kind of like uh, temporarily abandoned bodega as the skeleton is like still sprinting down the road. Um, and then I think you turn the page, and the last page has um, the the skeleton now putting down these two um, jack these two jack o' lanterns that. That have sort of uh, more uh, skeletal bodies beneath beneath them, and so they are like almost like waist high uh, to this tall, like fourteen foot tall skeleton. And there's a speech bubble, and he says, "I only got two. We'll have to see if Flex can provide a new location for us." And then the last panel is um, this sort of like well put together, um, gray, grayish green suited slender man with a, a, a yellow gourd for a head sitting in this big sort of, um, round pumpkin chair, um, that is sort of, it rotates around on these like le- vine legs. Uh, and the same little thing pops up at the bottom. It's a little uh, blackboard on which someone has written, um, the Gordian knot, and the Gordian Knot says, Don't worry, 
We'll find a new, a new location. This city has so much energy. You turn to the last page of the comic and find a page of letters to the editor. Do you have questions or comments? Send your letters in written or short audio format to letters at protean.city with the comic line your question is about in the subject. We'll publish your letters with every issue and include a response from our editors. Dear Editors, How many of the teachers of Patricia Arden High School have embraced the Eternal Halloween? Are any of them wearing costumes to school? What are the best ones? Signed, Hot for Teacher in Halcyon City. Thank you for your letter. Yes, in fact, many of the teachers at Patricia Arden High School have made the best of this perpetual Halloween. Mix Rot has worn the same robot cardboard box costume since the very first day of Halloween. The same one that they wear every year, (laughs) in fact. Miss DeWitt has a suspiciously accurate striped eagle costume. Dr. Brooks has been half-heartedly wearing a white lab coat with a fake stethoscope. And Vice Principal the Law Lawrence has been wearing face paint that matches the brick wall pattern on his tie. Although no one is quite sure if he thinks that's supposed to be a reference to something or even if he thinks it's a good costume at all. Protean City Comics is a production of the Stop, Hack, and Roll podcast network. It is produced and edited by James Malloy. This issue was emceed by James Malloy, who can be found on Twitter at AndTheMeltdowns. Silas is played by Landon, who can be found on Twitter at OccasionalGM. He can also be found emceeing for Shadows of St. Fleur, which can be found on Twitter at SaintFleurPod being a professional GM for the Magpie Games curated play program or causing havoc as a player, GM, or listener over at, at TTRPG Roulette. Benicio is played by Marquez, who can be found on Twitter at MarquezTheGM. He can also be found as a GM or player on the Tabletop Potluck podcast, which is on Twitter at Tabletop Potluck, and dissecting Shakespeare adaptations on the Avant Bard podcast, which is at Avant Bard Pod on Twitter. The introduction is voiced by Peter DiGilio. All music was composed by Jim Malloy. This podcast is created thanks to the financial support of backers at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. Join us on our Discord at discord.stophackandroll.com. Follow us on Twitter at Protean City and on Instagram at Protean City Comics. Subscribe to Protean City Comics on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. Join us next Wednesday to find out what thrilling adventures lie ahead.